welcome. I hope you're having a festive day. You're listening to Provisions and Libations, and I am your host, Robin Bove, on the Mission Matters Podcast Network. Today's topic is mixology or specialty cocktails or craft cocktails. And my guest today is Tina Rosenroad. She is not actually here with me recording, but I did record her at an event that she and I attended together. And that event was a executive mixology class slash tasting for an event that she catered and worked at this weekend for a mutual friend of ours. And she was doing the bartending services for that party. And she was creating signature drinks for that party. I happened to be at the right place at the right time. And I was able to join them as she was creating these cocktails right in front of us. She also had created an an amazing dinner. And alongside the cocktails, I was also able to have her manicotti, which was amazing. I actually grabbed the wrong piece and I grabbed a piece that had sausage in with the cheese. And I know manicotti really doesn't have the sausage with the cheese, but she had made it and I had grabbed it and I loved it. I thought that the sausage was an excellent addition to all of the flavors that she had used, all the ingredients that she had used to make that dish. I can tell you that Tina has been in the culinary industry her entire life. Her grandparents owned a coffee shop in Indio, California as a child, and she used to hang out there. She's been an executive chef, culinary expert, and mixologist. She was a corporate trainer for Darden, Darden is also known as Olive Garden Restaurant. She was a bartender in her early, early ages at the Elks Lodge in Palm Springs, and she was trained by Flo. Flo had the biggest beehive you ever saw, according to Tina. And then Tina now currently specializes in Indian and Pakistani food and infusion Mexican food. So you can tell she's got a lot of culinary background within what she does. So let's get on to the evening of what we got to experience when we were when she was creating these signature drinks. And then I got to be a part of the decision of what was chosen for the party. Her first drink was a vodka smash. And then she did a lavender mojito and then a lavender lemon drop. And that was for the the lighter choices. And then she went into a bourbon blackberry smash, a Washington bourbon, a mint julep, and a whiskey sour. And I have her words from that night on how those drinks are made. And at the end, I will let you know what drinks were chosen And then also being an attendee of the party as I was doing the working with the event staff and making sure that tables were cleared on time, food was properly prepped and constantly available as the party was ongoing from 1.30 to about 7. And so um, the food could only be out for so long. It had to be replaced because people were eating it and loving it. And so I actually was there and I got to um, step in and bartend as she walked away. And I got the 
remarks and comments from the guests that were in attendance to the drink. So I'll fill you in on that. So um, get ready as I um, bring on the recordings from this special evening. In Tina's words, the lavender lemon drop is made by this. Sure cocktail. It's a crop a lavender lemon drop. It has three ounces of your vodka of choice, um, one to one and a half fresh lemons squeezed. Um, I use a lavender simple syrup that I create. Very simple. Let me know at the end if you'd like the recipe for that. It has one ounce of the lavender simple syrup. It thrown into a shaker, vigorously shaken for roughly one to one and a half minutes. Strained into a sugar-rimmed martini glass. Beautiful thing about this cocktail is you can pour it over ice and it also like turn into a sparkling lemon drop. As you can tell, Tina has a great presentation. I'm sure she learned that as her corporate training allowed her with Darden to teach all of her staff that were beneath her how to properly present that. So off to the lavender mojito. In Tina's words, this is how she created this craft cocktail. This is uh, my version of a mojito. Uh, beauty about this is it can be used with either vodka or rum, your choice. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to muddle 10 to 12 fresh mint leaves with a half of lime. Muddle, 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 muddle. And then you're going to add in this little secret ingredient, which is the lavender simple syrup. Fill with ice. Three ounces of your choice, vodka or rum. You're going to shake vigorously, add a little bit of soda or tonic, your preference, pour over ice, and enjoy. Next, we move on to her bourbon blackberry smash. And here we go. All right. This craft cocktail is my bourbon blackberry smash. It has two and a half ounces of your choice of bourbon. We're going to put one and a half ounce of simple syrup, muddle a couple blueberries, blackberries, strain over ice. Super simple, super summery deliciousness. And next, we're going to listen to Tina's words for a Washington bourbon. Next cocktail is our whiskey apple. It is two and a half ounces, your choice of whiskey or bourbon. One ounce of apple pucker, a little bit of cranberry juice, half ounce of simple syrup, shake, shake, super simple, super yummy, refreshing. And next is one of my favorite drinks as I love the Kentucky Derby and the Run for the Roses. And she had her version of a mint julep. All right, ladies, this is actually one of the oldest cocktails in history. It's a mint julep. Uh, this one, I do highly suggest getting a very good quality bourbon and very simple recipe, uh, two and a half, three ounces of quality bourbon. You're going to muddle eight to 10 mint leaves, half ounce of simple syrup, shake vigorously, pour over ice. Enjoy. 
And last but not least, she made a whiskey sour, and she also added in the proper way to make a Boston sour, which I had never heard of, and it was amazing. Uh, Traditional whiskey sour, uh, your choice of whiskey or bourbon, three ounces, a half ounce of simple syrup. You're going to squeeze in a quarter of a lemon, shake vigorously. Then you are going to crack open an egg, taking away the yolk, put your whites in, shake for roughly one to two minutes, and you are going to use a fine mesh strainer, strain over ice to serve. If you want to make it a Boston sour, you can top it off with a sweet red of your choice, a pork tastes beautiful, or a red Zinfandel, I highly uh, suggest. Either way, very refreshing, very delicious. So there you have it in Tina's words, how she made all of those delicious cocktails. And I can tell you, it was really hard to come down to the decision of what was chosen. Um, I was not the party uh, hostess. So um, Michelle, who had the party for her children for graduating college, um, both her daughters, She was the one who made the choice. Um, We did have to try go another round and try them again and then think about what was being cooked for that day. Um, She did have a street taco vendor come in and make street tacos. And then Tina also being a culinary chef um, made um, the lote salad, the corn salad, the Mexican salad and um, other things that went with the drink choices. And so after thinking about the menu and then thinking about the options of the cocktails, Michelle ended up picking the lavender mojito and the bourbon blackberry smash. So she had a lighter cocktail and a heavier cocktail. And now fast forwarding to yesterday at the event, I know that um, people wanted to try both of them because they knew that it was a signature cocktail for the event. And they're like, this is so fantastic. I've never, we don't see this very often. And so they tried them both. During the day, more people had the lavender mojito. But then as the day went on, the bourbon blackberry smash started to be picked more than the other one. And then I think, too, they were eating. And so the bourbon blackberry smash lended lended itself very well with the tacos. And when I was bartending at um, part of the evening, I did have one of the guests say that Bourbon blackberry smash was amazing. I have it in my cup, but I need to dump it because I'm leaving to drive and I can't drive with it because it's not legal. And I said, yeah, that's too bad. I said, I can take your cup. I'll I'll empty it for you when I go into the house. And then he came back just a moment later as his wife was saying goodbye. And he's like, I really want to take the drink. I'll just I'll hide it in my car. And I'm like, okay, like whatever you want to do. And then he's like, do you mind getting me some more? I'm actually going to put it in my to-go coffee cup and it'll be sealed and then no one will know and then I'll just fill the whole thing up. And so he and I had a good chuckle about that and um, he said that he'd put it in the back of his car and that he was going to savor the rest of it when he got home. And so I can tell you that those signature drinks really made for a fun, festive Um, event for um, Michelle's daughter's graduation party. And um, people, it really resonated well. Um, For me, that on 
Monday night. I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. I didn't know this was happening. I just happened to be there and got invited to participate. And, you know, it's it's everything food and drink. So, of course, you know, I love it because provisions and libations, that is all food and drink. And that's right up my alley. So I feel very grateful for that opportunity to be able to choose my favorite one, I believe, was more the vodka smash, but not when we started talking about what the recipe was. And then I was like, we got to go with the mojito because that lends itself more with the street tacos. And so I I feel like any of those choices would have been okay because people wouldn't necessarily have known what the other choices were. And so I don't think she would have gone wrong with any of them. Tina did a great job on creating the choices that she had made for the evening. And I look forward to the day that I get to do this again with her as she was a lot of fun to work with. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please follow Provisions and Libations wherever you listen to podcasts. I'll be back next week with an all new episode. I am your host, Robin Bogue. You can learn about me on my website, eatdrinkandbemerry.online, or my LinkedIn profile, Robin Bogue. I look forward to entertaining you, informing you, and enlightening you with the perfect accommodations for connoisseurs of provisions and libations with an Epicurean flair. But first, let's eat and drink. <laughs>